The Dudes of Kung Fu podcast is brought to you by Wing Chun Illustrated Magazine. In celebration of their newly launched WCI newsstand platform, Wing Chun Illustrated is giving listeners of the Dudes of Kung Fu podcast a free one-month all-access subscription. Go to wcinewsstand.com and click the register button in the upper right corner. Use voucher code FREE4U. That's F-R-E-E, the number four, and the letter U, all caps. Don't forget to activate your account by clicking the link in the welcome message. The dudes of Kung Fu love Wing Chun Illustrated Magazine. Dudes of Kung Fu. Please welcome your hosts, Alex Richter and Big Sean Madigan. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dudes of Kung Fu. Hey Alex, how are you brother? Doing really well, man. I hope, uh, so our longtime listeners might notice maybe the sound is a little bit different today because we're recording this episode over Zoom. So it's not our, it's not our normal uh, setup. So if you guys notice anything a little bit different, we're on, a, we're on a new format just for today's episode. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different platform, but it's going to be awesome. What's going on with yes. you? Uh, not that much. We're, um, you know, now we have our online academy going on because obviously some of our students still cannot come into training. So we're streaming our classes online uh, and we open the online academy for people to, to do, um, you know, classes with us all over the world. Obviously, it's not the same with Wing Chun. You know, you, you want to have the ability to to stick hands and do chi sao and get corrections once to one. But there are many people who practice Wing Chun, uh, especially in my lineage all over the world. And for them, they can get correction. They can get advice. They can get sure, instruction. Sure, sure. So, um, so, so it works out. And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You know, what's crazy is that we got a bunch of people from Europe. I may have mentioned this last time, but I teach some classes in the evening and we'll have like a bunch of people from Europe doing the classes live. And the class is 8 p.m. in New York City. It's six hours ahead in Europe. Wow. And I'm just like, wow, these guys stay awake until the wee hours of the morning just to do the live class with me, even though we uh, have recordings of the classes every Friday, the whole week's worth of recordings go up. So people can go back and rewatch that who are on the online academy, but no, they want to do it live. So they have a chance to ask me questions and stuff like that, or have me see them on video or something. It's really, really, really quite amazing. I'm like quite blown away with the dedication that some people who live all over the world will get up at weird hours just oh. to listen to me talk and, and explain stuff for an hour. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a passion. Really no, it's a passion. Well, we have, a, we have an honored guest with us this week. Um, Sifu Leo Imamura, um, who is my Seabach in Moyat Wing Chun. And, That's amazing, um, yeah. I'm, we're so happy to have him on this week. And Sifu, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. And thank you for having me. So let's go i mean let's go and move <laughs> on okay <laughs> yeah when you know it's uh when, when i was talking to um my sifu tom kagan who is mm -hmm. uh, your classmate um and i was telling him like oh, i would really like to have you on the show and and he was like he's like oh I, I, let me let me reach out to leo and see if he would be interested in it and it was i was so happy to hear that you enjoyed the show and mm -hmm. um this is exciting for me, you know. This is we we only met once. We met at a uh, a birthday party mm -hmm. for um, Sitai, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I and you were a gentleman to me, and I I really appreciated that. 
because you didn't know me at all. And I got to meet uh, you and uh, Sibak, uh, Pete Pahil, which mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm saying his name wrong also. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you guys were gentlemen to me and I really appreciated that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So let me, can, would you mind telling the, telling the folks a little bit about yourself and your background and how you got involved maybe with, um, with Kung Fu and with, with, with maybe Grandmaster Moya? Oh yeah, yeah. As you not see, my background is Japanese, and uh, I start uh, playing uh, Japanese martial arts in 1971. I started in judo, then karate, Shotokan karate, and uh, in 1979 I start to play Wing Chun. And I started with uh, Sifu here in Brazil from Hong Kong. His name uh, was uh, Lee Hong Ki. He came from Hong Kong in that year. And unfortunately, he passed away a couple years ago. And he was a student under Hokami, then a G1 student. Then, after that, he learned from Um Chang, which is a very big name in Iman's family. So, uh, in Hong Kong, he used to work as a, in a, in a movie industry, and, but he had friends, and uh, his brother lived in Brazil at that time. I still live in now, and his brother actually He's a uh, Kung Fu Sifu, Eagle Claw Sifu. And uh, then I studied under him until 1987 when I had opportunity to go to Hong Kong. And during that trip, I met my Sifu Muyat. So then uh, I decided to come back from Hong Kong to New York and start in uh, joining the Muyat family. So wow. that's basically my story. So, I met so my you, Sifu you, by you... chance, actually. Yeah, <laughs> by chance. Oh, cool. Because I was, uh, I was on my way to Hong Kong. And I was, uh, by that time, was a, a famous store, Kung Fu store called Bokleta. Of course, you guys are aware of it. Sure, sure. And, uh, uh, and then, I mean... ELT. I just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to be there, I mean, pay a visit. And uh, by chance, uh, we passed in front of uh, uh, Moya's Wing Chun School in East Broadway, 45 East Broadway. So then uh, the person who was with me said, hey, this is the same style you practice. Let's go upstairs and see because I know this person, uh, which is Moya. So that's why he introduced me to him uh, and that. And, uh, but I have my ticket to Hong Kong. So Mr. Muya said, oh, if you try your best to find what you want in Hong Kong, if you're not, you can come back here and I can help you. So that's happened. Well, that's wonderful. That's, wow. so now you, you lived in Brazil at the time. Exactly. And, so, and, then, in Brazil. And, then you, and then you traveled to New York to train with Grandmaster Muya. Yeah. That must have been so a my Sifu had said to me um, to make sure I ask you 
about how tough was it for you to communicate since English wasn't your first language and English was not Grandmaster Moyat's first language that, you know, what kind of communication difficulties did you face that must have been interesting? Oh, yeah, this is a, is a third language, a very special called Chinese English. So <laughs> that's, that's, I have to learn first Chinese English, then I learned some English, you know, because the key was understand what the Grandmaster Moyat want to say, you know, because it was very difficult. Sometimes he asked me to close the door and I go away and uh, he tell me, took some years to my Sifu uh, find out if I'm uh, stupid or I don't know English, you know? But uh, <laughs> I, I can tell you, uh, Mr. Muyao was very patient with me, you know? He's yeah. a, he, as you know, he's a great Sifu. So have all patience with me and I'm uh, very grateful for that. That's wonderful. So when you, when you first started- yeah, I, I, I love these old, I love these old stories. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm like, actually, like, that's what I'm, I'm being blown away by. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the old stories. It's so, so now yeah. you, 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 when you started training with Grandmaster Moyat, I know he is, his, the Moyat family is known for always speaking about Kung Fu life and, exactly. and, and um, this idea of Kung Fu family. I'm, and I'm not saying other Kung Fu families don't have that. I'm just saying that it just seems to be what it's spoken of a lot in our family, in our, in our Kung Fu family. And mm -hmm. I wanted to know if you could talk a little bit about some of the lessons passed on to you from Grandmaster Moyat and ideas that you have yourself of the importance right. of Kung Fu life and Kung Fu family and, and a, a Sifu Todai relationship. Because like what I was impressed with, one of the things that I was impressed with is the night that I met you and, and met Sivak Pihil, I felt like a cousin, a true cousin. Cause like, mm -hmm. you know, you folks brought me over to your tables and introduced me to your students and, 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 and it felt really nice. It felt very like familial and, 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 I, and I enjoyed that. And, and mm -hmm. I, I wanted to know if you could speak a little bit about the idea of Kung Fu life and Kung Fu family and it's important importance in our family. Right. And of course, when I started here in Brazil, uh, I have no idea about Kung Fu family, uh, even Kung Fu life, because the way I learned here is like a, in a regular school. And uh, when I joined the Moya family, I could realize how important was have a Kung Fu relationship. Because I'm in the product of that. Without Kung Fu family, I, I don't believe I was able to bring the Wing Chun to Brazil and uh, develop the Wing Chun here, you know, because I'll be just one guy who learned something there without the, the kind of family support you mentioned, you know. So I felt, I mean, be accepted at first. I have opportunity and the honor to live with my Sifu in his own house. So as as a treated as a, his own son, and uh, of course for good for bad, I have to clean it things, you know, do I'm things sure. like a regular <laughs> son, you know, and wash dishes, you know, because that uh, he expect for uh, I mean uh, just not just for me but all any 
student, include your Sifu, Tom Kagan. Tom Kagan has spent many, many hours you know, with our Sifu, you know, mainly in the late part of his life. Right. And, uh, and uh, one thing is interesting was I, I had, I mean, I got a full support of all the Moya, not just Moya, Moya family members, I mean, the natural members like Simo uh, and all of the, their kids, but the children, but also the, my brothers, like you mentioned, you know, you mentioned my sibling, uh, Pete Pahil, you know, is a person who really treated me as a brother, you know, mm-hmm. and many, many others. So for me, it was really amazing. I'm a poor Brazilian with no money, no background, no culture, and no, I doesn't understand the language. With all their support, it was almost impossible I learned Kung Fu. Right. So they give you a very strong support. So that's why I am a strong believer in Kung Fu family because I'm the product. I'm the result of that. You know, right. mainly right. when you're talking now about the, the globalization of Kung Fu, which is kind of, you know, before, of course, it's easy to talk about Kung Fu family because you have a local structure in a city like uh, in Fatsang. You know, I mean, how many generations we choose stayed in Fetsan? You know, then now we have all over the world. And the Kung Fu family idea is even more important now because you need have a support of uh, any local family to have this kind of experience. We just have, can have it now with different people like us now. We belong the same lineage, but Alex belongs to another lineage. So it's an honor to me, you know, spend, exchange ideas of someone who went deep in the style like Alex and you, and we can talk like brothers, right. you know, like a family, you know? So that's, I think, is a strong idea in the Kung Fu or Kung Fu life, like you mentioned before, you know, because based on the idea, we can connect people instead fight against each other, you know? Instead right. of compete, we can share what you got, you know? After so many years of hard work, like I know you guys did, you know? So for me, it's a, just a, you know, it's a pleasure to be here because the idea behind Kung Fu Family. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So when you first started sitting down with Grandmaster Moyat outside of the training atmosphere, like over, over tea, over lunch, over dinner, you know, um, my Sifu has told me that so much learning happened over, over, over food that it was, you know, that, that that's really where a lot of the Kung Fu life happened. Like that's where a lot of the, Kung Fu learning happened, you know, he said, you know, like he would tell me like, just, just conversations about not Kung Fu related, but Kung Fu related. I, I don't know how to describe it, but like, you know, lessons of life, like mm-hmm. Kung Fu applied to how to live your life. And mm-hmm. I, I would be interested in hearing anything about like stories like that, like anything like um, mm-hmm. conversations that you had with Grandmaster Moyat in regards mm-hmm. to how Kung Fu could um, affect your life 
outside of Kung Fu, your relationships with your family and business, anything mm-hmm. like that. Is, I, I would love to hear. Well, Sean, I can say everything I got was because Kung Fu, you know, everything, you know, and I'm in, in, in terms of uh, any kind of area. Um, one thing interesting is when, uh, when uh, well, first, I think it is important we mention more about Kung Fu life. What is Kung Fu life is about? Yeah. Because no many people are aware of this, uh, this, this name, you know, Kung Fu life. This is a term developed by my Sifu, Muyat, when the, he mentioned about a Chinese methodology called Samfat. You know, Samfat is something that was developed a long time ago, much earlier than Wing Chun. And uh, it's a natural way to learn. Because for now, for, uh, for us, it sounds strange because we learn since a young age, go to school and have everything scheduled to learn. You know, time to learn this, time to learn that. You know, like a regular school, we did that and we are uh, educated to learn by the method. But when you talk about Kung Fu life, you learn based on the, uh, the, the natural way when they, you learn under different things happening in in, during the life. So the first thing, when I came back from Hong Kong, uh, Mr. Moya said to me, I want to make clear, here we will learn Kung Fu. You won't learn here Kung Fu technique. Do you understand what I mean? Wow. Of course, I have no clue what I'm saying, right? Right, right, I mean, right. What's the difference? You know, Kung Fu, Kung Fu techniques is the same. But of course, I pretend I understood. <laughs> I said, yeah, 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 I understand. You know, but uh, <laughs> actually, what he wants to say, Kung Fu is a kind of personal expression, which is, is developed by, you know, as many people say, hard work. But Kung Fu technique, sometimes you don't learn, you know what I mean, in a natural way. Because Kung Fu, you have a, some kind of way to learn, which is, is related with uh, the Sito relationship, which is Sifu Todai relationship. Right. So it's different because when you learn Kung Fu, you choose the art, you choose the mentor, and you choose the system. Because sometimes people confuse the system of the art. You know, that's why uh, Mr. Muyat have a famous saying, whole your system is not Kung Fu. Kung Fu depends on the system, it's not good Kung Fu. Right. I appreciate you heard about that earlier, you know? But what it means exactly, it means, you know, when you talk about Wing Chun, Wing Chun is, is a system, it's a Kung Fu system. It's a system that allows us to develop our Kung Fu. The Kung Fu is always personal. 
So right. it's, it makes no sense. I compare my 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 kung fu with yours, or compare my wing chun with yours. You know, because right. this is a person. You have your now all uh, personal characteristics to show your kung fu, express your kung fu. I, I have mine. You know, my background also determines what how I uh, I mean uh, my kung fu was developed. So all this must to make a very clear distinction. Otherwise, it's very difficult. We understand the nature, I mean, the, 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 the nature of Kung Fu life. So Mr. Muyak, his idea, when he learned from his Sifu, the patriarch Iman, was he learned in a, this kind of natural way. You know, I mean, he right. went with uh, Iman to the different places, include Yamcha, include uh, restaurants, include uh, very different ceremonies, you know, and he pay attention the way Iman handled things. So how he handled his life. So that's why people sometimes don't understand why Iman doesn't like to teach. Many people say Iman doesn't like to teach. But how come the patriarch Iman has so many good students and many uh, uh, people who criticize him say, ah, oh, Iman doesn't, have, I mean, doesn't like to teach. But himself, he, he believes he likes to teach. But how come Mr. Iman has so many good students and this person sometimes doesn't have so many good students as Iman. So it's a kind of paradox, you know, because right. under our perspective, Western perspective or modern perspective, it's kind of difficult to understand how to let people develop their own Kung Fu in a natural way. So create uh, in the perfect, perfect environment to people learn. So the key of Kung Fu is not to teach. The key of Kung Fu is how to learn. Because sometimes people want to teach somebody Kung Fu. That's not Kung Fu. If someone say, I teach you Kung Fu, that's not Kung Fu. Actually, Kung Fu is something you can just learn, can be taught. So that's a very important point. So what the Kung Fu life is about basically is create the right environment, appropriate environment to someone learn in their own way. So that's why it's not just a matter of a technique or show, of course, the movements in a system like Wing Chun is a very, very important. But but more like a corporal device, let's say. You know, it's like a device. Right. So that's why in Chinese, when you say Jiu Sek, maybe it's more clear when people understand the Kung Fu movements. Because when they say Jiu Sek, it's like a Jiu, it's like a announce or to call, you know, because when, uh, when the, the movement, let's say Tang Sao, when right. you play Tang Sao, this is not a technique. Because the only thing I know when I play Tang Sao, when I have to use 
which I don't know what it will be. You know, it's something just come out by itself because that's comfort. Right. So when the play turns out, there's no make sense you play many, many times like a one, two, three repetition. So of course, that's why you have the form, like Sunim, Chamkyu and uh, whatever, you know? So then you play the movement and trust in the system because when you need the Kung Fu come out by itself. This right. kind of concept is kind of difficult to people understand because people think something mystical and something, you know, and uh, something metaphysical, but actually it's pretty natural. So what, uh, what, one thing in Kung Fu is very interesting. You cannot see when you got the Kung Fu, but when you need it, it come out. Right. So then you said, ah, I really learned. So that don't happen in school. Sometimes you study, study, study. You even remember the page on the, the answer is when the, you are in your, in your exam. But unfortunately, it doesn't happen. You know, you forgot. Right, right. Right, so it's like, it's why I guess with many students with the same teacher, will play their Kung Fu different. They'll look, they'll look and be different. Uh, different styles, quote unquote styles of, of using Wing Chun because the teacher doesn't, it, you're not learning the teacher's Kung Fu. You're, right. you're, learning, you're learning the system, right? If I'm, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're, 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 you're learning the system to, to, to develop the system of learning. You to develop these, tools and and attributes so that your own personality can come out with your kung fu right. when needed right exactly yeah that's because that, the kung fu is unique you know everybody has their own kung fu and that's why if you cannot can cannot a good sifu because the students play totally different than him and you have different Students have uh, uh, different ways to play the same Kung Fu. Or, I mean, the same system. As I, you said, same style. You know, but the personal Kung Fu is totally different. Yeah. And uh, talk about this. Uh, I remember before we mentioned about the difference between Muya's Kung Fu and Muya Kung Fu. Yes. You know? So that's the point. You know, Muya's Kung Fu is the Muya, uh, his own Kung Fu, the personal Kung Fu, which right. is, is not my business. It's just his business, you know? Right. I, I mean, because that's his Kung Fu. So uh, Mr. Muya always uh, used to say, that's my Kung Fu. If you don't like it, it's not my problem. That's your problem, you know? Because that's his own Kung Fu, right? But when they, we talk about Muya Kung Fu, it's something different. Because Muya Kung Fu is a designation who represents the personal, Muya's personal commitment to provide Kung Fu life to his students. Because if you not, it's very easy, it's very difficult you teach through Kung Fu life. 
because you have to just provide environment, just provide conditions to someone to learn. But when you have this kind of commitment, that's why he he is a really he's working very hard to make us understand the importance of Kung Fu Life. Because if you not if you and, and, and teach is something, I mean, any style in a different way than Kung Fu Life. Sometimes is that's me, sometimes that's the problem because we don't have so many people play the Kung Fu in a very personal way, you know, in a very unique way. Of course, when you, you, you set up your organization, it's very important someone have some standards, you know? All right, sure. And, uh, but that's, I mean, sometimes that's go, that goes against the Kung Fu nature. Because of what is important is someone play in a very unique way. Like I, I, I can see, you know, uh, like Alex using glasses, you know? This is wonderful, you know? I mean, he wear glasses to play Kung Fu because this is so unique. Of course, I, I, we see someone, uh, other seafoods doing that, you know? But uh, that's, that's, the, the, that's the way he plays, he express his Kung Fu. Or you, you're not so big, you know? Right. And strong. That's wonderful, you know, because people said, oh, people in my, and in my size cannot play Kung Fu. This is stupid, totally right. stupid, because everybody can express their own Kung Fu without any previous model. Right. You know, you can express your Kung Fu because that's unique. So when you see that, you can see Kung Fu be expressing not just in martial arts, can express it in a life in a general way. That's the the, the kung fu life uh, is is concerned about. Not just uh, you, of course. Your your specialty is express yourself in a martial arts experience. You know, in a, in other words, you are martial artist, but if you really have Kung Fu, you extend this skill, you extend this ability in another areas of your life. That's right. the point is important. In other words, your fighting skill is expressed in other areas of your life. It's not just you are a strong fighter and that's it. Right, you right. Know? So that's why Different ways to express Kung Fu is uh, wonderful. You see, even Mr. Ip Man is a so small, so skinny, and he has his personal way to play Kung Fu. And right. his students are totally different. You know, sure, sure. some are very big, like uh, Leon Seung or Mark Paul, so very strong, very big, or like Muyat, very tall, but skinny. You yeah. know, he has all kind of, you know, different, Biotypes of uh, biotypes of uh, students, and all that achieve a great level of comfort. That's wonderful. 
by the by, by the way, Sean, I'm totally fine with you asking all the questions because I, you know, maybe I'm called the Kung Fu genius only because I know when it's time for me to be quiet and listen and learn something. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm having such a great time uh, listening in on this. This is really great. Oh, and, right, uh, right. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine with you manning this. I'm 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 totally content tonight. This is really fantastic. I, I actually have a, a, another question for you, Sibaka. Are there any of the, the Kung Fu maxims, uh, the Kin Kyut, I know I said that wrong, Alex yells at me every week. Um, are any of them that touch you, that you feel are meaningful, you know, more meaningful to you than others? Like what, what, what are some of the Kung Fu maxims that you feel are important to you and, and, and are, like, teach an important lesson that you would like to pass on to your students? Mm. I think it, uh, each King Koi uh, has their own quality, you know, because it all depends on the stage of the student. For right. me, in this moment, I like the one called uh, you know, or, uh, in other words, beginners must avoid to use lick. Um, people translate lick as a force, but lick has a deeper meaning, you know, because lick, in, if you see any Chinese strategy, is more like uh, use all your resources, you know? Right. But uh, let uh, why that you have this kind of kinkui? Because when you are beginner, it's very important. You any effort you try to to make usually is wrong because you are still young in a kung fu world. Right. So what is important? Appreciate the new approach of how to use your force. So to appreciate this kind of new approach, you must avoid to use the force itself, which is, is very interesting. So when you see, that, uh, for example, our first form, Siu Nim Tao, is a very, very interesting because education us exactly for that. You know, so you see, of course, you know, I, I don't criticize when people play Sunim uh, Tao with a lot of uh, expressing a lot of energy. You know, some try to do that. But I'm pretty sure when they started, they didn't play like that. Because Sunim Tao is must to play like uh, for introduce people to Wing Chun system. And each system has their own, own way to deal with the energy. So Wing Chun system start by avoid to, I mean, to let the relaxation, let the, 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 the body empty to, in order to make the, the energy come out by itself. Because, you know, all the body, is has the power of a self-regulation. So it's important you allow to body because you always try your best to play 
you know, and uh, you tense your muscles in most of the time in an inappropriate way, you know. So when you relax, you start to, I mean, relearn or learn again or sometimes even learn how to even contract your muscles because that's the point. So any Kung Fu system is start by the horse, right? right? So the horse, Mapo, is interesting because when you play, for example, Ichiki Myoma, you play the, 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 the horse, why the coma? You know, because you should have four legs like a horse. <laughs> but the human being, as everybody knows, has just two legs. What about the other two legs? Of course, belong to your opponent. So that position or the posture or the, I don't know the name, it stands, people used to say is there to make connection with your uh, opponent. I don't want to say enemy, you know, adversary right, right, right. or opponent, right? So That's brilliant. That's to make connection. So that I use his two legs in my benefit. So that's quite the Kung Fu stance, wow. you know, right? That's so to do that, many Kung Fu systems have your own recipe. We had, we have Ichiki Myoma for that. Others have like a Hunga, have Seipi Taima, or the card. Each one has their own recipe to not to generate the same idea. You know, that's the because that's the point. How to include your opponent in your victory. That's the key. So that's why Chi Sao is so important for us. Unfortunately, many people play Chi Sao in a funny way, you know, because they want to destroy each other, right? Many, many times I see that, you know, because they believe Chi Sao is for fighting. Right. Which is okay too, you know, because many people have different levels and different approach. We, we should respect all of them. But for me, Chisao is a very uh, good opportunity to set up the kind of bridge we need, you know, to connect each other and include your opponent in my victory. You know, I don't want to be, you know, article selfish. I want to include, you know, my opponent in my victory. And my victory doesn't mean I have to defeat the other. I mean, the other is a loser. No. It means I'm in the victory because sometimes both of us has our own victory. That's why Chisao is a so special. I even want to say exercise, you know, because it's much more than exercise. But to understand the kind of connection to make us more uh, smarter. You know, to make us understand how to deal better with the conflict, how to deal better with the crisis, and have a, take advantage when you have this kind of situation. You know, it's very easy, like now, 
we are in this social isolation. We have uh, this kind of things. So, of course, we are living in a crisis moment. But who going to take advantage of that? Many people are taking advantage. I, I, I was listening Alex saying how he's doing with this. You know, you guys was talking about that. That's the point. Who has better Kung Fu? You know how to deal with better with this kind of moment. This kind of, uh, in a moment, in a conflict moment. That's right. why the martial arts is so important for the modern society. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's actually a great point because, uh, you know, for me, I, I look at this adaptation to our current situation with coronavirus, not as anything special, but as an extension of this is what I've been doing my whole life. I mean, we're we're taught in martial arts to learn to adapt to different situations. And you see actually how difficult that is for a lot of people um, to do. And for me, I, I feel like a lot of my Kung Fu practice was maybe getting me ready for this moment here when we have this crisis and we have to do something new and, and change the way we've been doing something for years and years. And um, yeah, so it's interesting that, interesting that you made that observation because yeah, I also feel that that is because of my Kung Fu training that I even thought that that would be something to, to even do or to try to offer for people during this time. Yeah. Plus, plus people are very bored right now at home. They need, they need something to occupy their mind, not just watching <laughs> movies. They need, they need something, you know, right. something positive in their lives. I think a lot of people have, you know, been spending a lot of time just watching TV and doing things like yeah, that. Right. So, you know, I hope, I hope we can provide something useful for right. people. Yeah. When, when, yeah. I, when I first started um, learning Kung Fu from my Sifu, I, I had said, I, maybe I, he saw me jot down on my notes, uh, Wing Chun Kyun. And he said to me, and I don't want to mess this up. He said to me something to the effect of like, according to his memory, that Grandmaster Moyat would have preferred Wing Chun Pai like, instead of Wing Chun Kyun. That he remembers, like, meaning more like, Worry more about Wing Chun Pai, meaning Alex Maroni, like Wing Chun Pai is about family. Yeah, pot, Pai yes. meaning family or sect or yeah. a group. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. 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 And that mm -hmm. the, the, to get away from the idea of Wing Chun Kin with the fist, that if I, if, you know, my, my focus shouldn't be on the fist, my focus should be on the, on the family, Wing Chun Pai, because then if you look at the focus on the family, that it, it, it brings it all into perspective as opposed to just concentrating on the fist. We can't always be mindful of the fist. That, 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 that leads to a, uh, a, a everything, every problem to be solved by the fist, as opposed mm -hmm. to solving a problem as a family. You know, if, you, if mm -hmm. you're always winged, if, if in your mind, Kung Fu just means fist. It means every problem that you're gonna try and solve, you're gonna try and solve with the fist. But if you mm -hmm. think of your primary focus is Wing Chun Pai, a Wing Chun family, that maybe you'll want to solve problems more in a family way as opposed to a fist way. And I, and I, and I, and I always found that fascinating. And mm -hmm. you, before you use the word connections, and maybe it's just the way my brain works, I, I love the idea of the interconnections 
between the forms. Now, mm -hmm. how things that we do in first form may are, are connected in a way with the things we do in say in second form chunk you that and that once you learn to play chunk you your first form may change a little bit because everything's mm -hmm. so connected and that you know when you learn you know third form your first forms and your second form well while not the choreography won't be different but maybe like mm -hmm. be different like you mentioned before like the intensity levels and 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 that there's a kind of like an interconnection between the forms is is that something that you like have any thoughts on like do you see do you see an interconnection between the forms between like first form and second mm -hmm. form things to that effect mhm mm yeah because you know this uh, uh, a kung fu system is not it is sometimes people believe we have just a one principle go across all the system actually when you talk about the system right we may, you talk about high tone high tone means you know this the the connection i mean how the things are connected tone means connection so system is the connection but one thing interesting in a kung fu system chinese kung fu system they are uh, they are they are uh, integrate by lists different lists for example sunim tao is a list a list of movements chamkyu is another list buji and if you not see we have a trilogy right uh, the first trilogy actually wing chun is like a three three uh, two trilogies right we have a sunim tao chamkyu buji then Right? right. So when you have those trilogy, each trilogy represents uh, a phase of a system. Any system, they have a three phases. Sao pole, right? The sao means accept to guard, like a sao chong, right? Guard the center. Po means to break, like a Pochong, right? You know that the, the break the center, Pochong, Pochong Sao. So Po is the second phase of the system. And the third phase we call Lei. Lei means be apart, separate. Mm -hmm. Because all the Kung Fu system is preparing to be the, the uh, to be structured, then they they can become less structure until you don't need more express your kung fu through that kind of specific technical movement so that's why i mentioned technique because it's more related of content for example if you not see it's based on the, the first three the, the first trilogy is more uh based on content you have the movements you have very clear the parts, but when you go to the second part of the system, which is they have muifajong, lutimpung, kuampachanto, the list is not that clear. So that's why many people play differently. 
you know, like a Muyanjong, Luktimpungkwan, or Pachanto. Of course, you have some uh, have different regions for that, but it's not important if they're different because there are different uh, approaches. The first three forms you approach in a very specific way. So that's why my Sifu called this, those three, Wing Chun Sam Chun. Sam Chun means trilogy. But it's not the current way to use trilogy because Sam Chun is a term he used because this first three provoke the other three, right. the appearance of our three. Like uh, when you have the hexagram in Iching, uh, see, you have a six. Actually, it's not six, it's two, three, and two, three, uh, one, three, another three. See, right. because when you have one, it's too static. When they have two, it's too, too fluid, you know? Right. So when you have a three, you have a one, uh, one X, and the movement. But some, even this, sometimes it's too static. So when you have a two, two, three, you have the dynamics necessary to express the changes of the life. So if you're not, not just Wing Chun, many, many Kung Fu systems, they have six stages, six domains, eh? which express six different King Lei. Eh? Uh, Mr. Muyad used to uh, translate King Lei as a uh, nature, you know, Lei like a uh, nature, you know, because that's the nature. So still Ning Tao has the, his own nature. Chang Kiu, it's, it's, it's no nature. Biuji on nature, different nature. Not just the sequence change, the nature of express the movements change, you know? And when you express those movements, you have the nature. So why this is so important? Because many, many times in life, we try to solve problems always the same way, always the same way, you know? But when you learn a Kung Fu system, you learn to deal with problems or situations always according to their specific needs. Because each situation you must handle in a different way. That's why the, there is a person, uh, a, a professor in, in Allendale, is, which is from uh, a Grand Valley State University, uh, this professor called Pei Mini. He became famous because he wrote an article in the New York Times uh, called uh, Kung Fu for Philosophers. So his idea is how to use Kung Fu for life. Mm. So he mentioned about the importance of how to use the Kung Fu in an appropriate way. But normally, I do things according to my personality, right? Not because, I mean, I always do it the same. If I listen, I listen. If I force a situation, I force a situation. But when you learn different domains in the same system, you 
learn how to deal of different conflicts in a different way. So that's why uh, people say, ah, oh, Kung Fu, uh, Wing Chun is a short range uh, system. Yeah, but long range too. Right. You know, you, uh, 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 every system is complete. Not just Wing Chun, Hungar, Cholife. They are great, all great, but each system, they have their own recipe. They have their own way to deal, uh, deal things and how to uh, deal with the situations, different situations, you know, but all are great. But when you have that complete, that's why people take a big thing, I have to learn the complete system. Why this is important? Because when you learn the complete system, you have this all six ways to deal with different situations. Right. And six is not a limited way. It's just a, a, a symbolic number to express all the different ways you can deal with a situation. So that's why the movie, The Grandmaster, you saw, right, by Wong Kawai. So then they, when they play with uh, Hungar Sifu, the Hungar Sifu said, ah, I have uh, 64 movements. They have, you, Wing Chun, just have three, right? But then, uh, then the, uh, Tony Leon, who played uh, Whip Ip Man, said, oh, but my three can deal with your 64. Yeah, because for three, you have this eight, the Pakwa, right? The eight changes from is this three with those another three which is six right. we have 64 changes which match with 64 hands he mentioned you know in that wow. in that movie so three is 64 are the same he represent the same symbol wow you know which is the totality of change in the world or in the life Right. You know, which he, uh, uh, Alex mentioned about, uh, about adaptation. So that's, I believe, we claim our system was funded by a woman. Because the woman conduct, which is very, very important, you know, they call it the chi because when the article, the woman conduct, is not about gender. It's about how to receive things, how you, you accept it, how you adapt. Then, uh, a professor, a, a sinologist from France, called Francois Julien, he mentioned about efficacy by adaptation. This is, is exactly what yeah, what we do with, with Wing Chun. So the Chinese martial arts have very strong tradition by using woman conduct because you use force or the other, you know, and you accept the force, then you use the force for our own benefit. All this is represent the woman conduct or female conduct. Uh, we have this in a famous classic. We was found lately 
1971, uh, which you call the four uh, political treaties of the Yellow Emperor. So this book talk about this, which is uh, for me is a very interesting because I believe our system, Wing Chun, comes from this tradition. You mm. know, the tradition of fight like a woman. So I always make fun of one, one student. Many of them, they are fighters. They said, I want to learn from you. Okay, but I teach to fight like a woman. It's okay for you? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> that's, you know, Wing Chun is about. Right. Fight like a woman. Yeah. You know? my, my wife fights like a woman. She's pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, see? That, that's very interesting. You mentioned that scene from The Grandmaster because uh, that's actually my favorite scene uh, in the whole movie because that, at least from a Wing Chun perspective, kind of says the essence of what we do. You know, the Hong Kun master played by Lao Ka Young is like, you know, we have all these techniques and you and Wing Chun, you're only a three trick pony, you know, or something like right. that. And, right. uh, but the understanding that, you know, yes, but there, there's, there's, and it's not to say anything bad about Hong Kun, obviously, but the idea that, you know, Wing Chun is, is, is using a kind of perhaps a more philosophical way of viewing kind of the less is more strategy. I actually have a friend in Hong Kong. He's a, he's a very proficient uh, master in, uh, I'm not going to say what style, but he teaches like over 30 forms. And he mm -hmm. always makes a joke with me. He says, how can you Wing Chun people keep students for so long? You only have six forms. You know, students come and go here. You know, they learn my style. They learn all my forms and they go. You only have a few forms, yet you guys always have so much to teach. And, and I find, like, obviously, you know, I, I don't want to compare my style with his style when I talk to him. But um, it's interesting because I never looked at Wing Chun only having six forms as being like, oh, that means we only have a limited amount to teach. I mean, there are these, there are these kind of foundational blocks by which we can continue to explore. And I mm -hmm. feel that I continue to learn more about Siwanim Tao. Every the more I teach it, the more I practice it. And sometimes it's hard to explain to certain people when they think it's about the quantity of the forms and the weapon, how many weapons you know, how many sets do you know? And, and Wing Chun has such a different perspective that I find sometimes it's difficult to have a common language with people, even from some other martial arts, you know, without trying to make it sound like you're comparing anything. But I always thought it was funny. He, he wanted to know my secret, how I can keep so many students with only having six forms. <laughs> so I joked, I said, he should only teach six forms then. He should stop teaching so many forms. <laughs> Just pick the six best and teach those, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. So how, do you mind if I ask you how you uh, run your school? Like, um, how a teach, how a class is taught. Uh, I just I'm interested in that. Like, um, I know traditionally in Wing Chun, at least from the way my sifu told me, you almost learn more from your sihings and your classmates than you do from the actual sifu. He said, like he learned so much from you know everybody around him. And um, like, how is your school run? And like, 
Tom Kagan had mentioned to me about like even your ranking system makes perfect sense to him. He he told me that you know how you just rank your system. You, maybe speak a little bit about your ranking system and how you run your school. He, my my Sifu was like very very impressed with that, and he said I should specifically ask you about it, um, about the ranking system in your school. Well, uh, actually, your Sifu has been in in, in Brazil a couple of times. You know, it's always a pleasure to have him here. And um, well, well, I didn't make anything special. Uh, of course, we have uh, six domains, and but one thing I try to to make people—I mean, my students. Actually, I tell you. Lately, I don't have, a, I mean, I don't accept any student anymore, you know, because uh, I've been, I've been, I've been, my family now is 32, uh, to 32 years, you know, and uh, I have uh, students and uh, grand students, they, they take care of everything. But that's why when you have uh, what you call the ranking system, is a very important, you know, because, uh, but, all those kind of modern, uh, modern structures we develop must uh, uh, be to keep the nature of the Winchon system. So sometimes we develop uh, new structures for uh, a commercial benefit. So you must pay attention to that. Not because I'm against money, you know. I don't, I guess, make money, you know. Actually, I love money. But this is sometimes you have some problems in the future. Let's say you, maybe you think about 10 years. Then you think about 20 years. But Kung Fu, you must measure by decades. So you must think about 30 years, 40 years, 50 years back. Because that's when your legacy start to really prevail. So must pay attention on that. So our rank system is based on idea. Any student potentially you'll be a CFO. You know, doesn't matter if he wants or not. Of course, these are kind of some is uh is depends of each one, but we must treat him as a future Sifu. Uh, so it's important he understand not just uh, a, a bunch of exercise just to make uh, make him fit, but what are you receiving is a legacy. What are you receiving is a family legacy. So when you have this kind of uh, understanding of a family heritage. So people, like I said, we have just six forms, but all the six forms, they are uh, uh, very deep in your construction or uh, in, in your meaning and their meaning. So we must work on that and treat the student as a serious practitioner, 
sometimes we treat C student like uh, just one number. You know, so that's why the idea of a family affects affect me a lot. You know, affect me a lot because when we do that, I could uh, trans transfer or transmit this kind of idea to my students and grand students and great grand students. So, but in that moment, 30 years ago, I have no clue how important it was for nowadays, you know? Right. Because it's very uh, easy. You have, you build up a great organization during certain time, but then the organization break apart after a couple decades. But when you have a student, we are, we are with you for 30 years, 20 some years, you know, and active, that is great because then make really your, uh, I don't want to say organization, but your clan, your family, your great clan, really strong. Mm. Because without family relationship, you become just a, a, a group. We have a, repre a, a, a representative here, representative there, you know. We don't have lineage. Lineage mm. is very, very important. But for that, you have a cultivate every moment the memory of, uh, of this lineage. For example, Mr. Muya passed away uh, almost 20 years ago. You know, so see, the time goes by, you know? So to, almost 20 years ago. But that's why we decided last year to found the Muya Institute. Why the importance of this institute? To keep alive his legacy. Mm. Because as you know, he, uh, Mr. Muyat uh, led us a, a lot of material, videos, you know, uh, artwork, you know, uh, articles, but many of our, our, our descendants doesn't know about this kind of legacy. Right. Because you see, even if you buy, let's say, uh, Moya's video, you sometimes you don't have an idea because it has a lot of inside joke, has a lot of family things, you know? Sure. And uh, if you don't translate to this, the new generation, they won't appreciate what uh, Mr. Moya is saying, you know? Because the, the, the joke is from that moment. And you must even translate that for, to, to new students, you know? So that's the, the role of uh, Muya Institute, to make people understand the deepness of Muya teachings, you know? And how they can appreciate something like Muya, uh, Kung Fu life. Imagine, we have a fast-paced life. How come we have time to spend time with our seafood. It's kind of, you know, audit method. Sounds like audit method, you know? Right. But we have been very successful in keeping this kind of methodology yeah, during the future, uh, for the future generations. You know, by doing that, you know, uh, organizing all the, our curriculum, but not like a, a franchise way. Because otherwise, 
people won't understand the nature of a Kung Fu system. So how come do that and deal with a a very traditional way of thinking in a modern life? So that's our challenge. And yes, I say more, you know, I say that's your challenge, you know, and you guys are doing great job by doing this kind of a show or this kind of channel, you know, because make people understand more different perspectives of Wing Chun system, you know, because there is a lot, a lot to learn for everybody, you know, and you guys are doing a great job to doing that. Thank you very much, Sibak. Appreciate that. Thanks a lot for that. Really appreciate it. Uh, you know what? Um, I, like you said, you bought the books. and there's a, There is one product I'm buying. I, I got to buy. I have to find it. You, you guys published a, um, a poster with uh, Grandmaster Moyat's uh, chops on it. Mm-hmm. I, I, that is beautiful. I, mm-hmm. I, I love that. I, mm-hmm. That looks beautiful. I, uh, I, uh, that's, I, everybody that's like, I, I've shown that the picture of the people and everybody remarks about how beautiful that is, that poster. Mm-hmm. You guys did a very good job with that. I like that. You know, Grandmaster Muyat, by the time he was 30, 30 years old, he's a very young. So, and the one thing is interesting in his background. Uh, uh, you know, he's an artist and uh, he wants to, I mean, he went to fine arts uh, college to study fine arts. And but of course, he has no money. He could afford to keep his, student, uh, his studies. So he quit and went to talk to his Sifu Ipman. And Ipman said something and it was very important for him. Muyat, everything important I learned, I learned by myself. I didn't learn in school. Of course, this is a Kung Fu approach. And uh, so what uh, Iman did, is, uh, because you know, Iman is a very, is a, he was a scholar. So he had many good friends, artists, you know, uh, political figures. They just came uh, from uh, China and uh, they are exiled in Hong Kong. So they have the group. And he invited Muya to offer tea to them during the, the meetings, you know, when they talk. And Muya could listen. Young boy start to listen, old things, traditional things, mm. to understand more the traditional stuff. In the beginning, Muya didn't understand that. Because he said, why Sifu didn't care about me? Because the bus doesn't have any bus more. I have to come back home by walk, you know, because he right. makes stay lay of night with his friends. It took many years to Muya understand how a great Iman was doing by helping him to understand something he really liked because he was artist, like big chop, uh, sculptures, uh, paintings. So listen to the, those old men, he could appreciate. He understand, he include how to works the Kung Fu system. 
which is, you know, if he, he, someone go to college, cannot understand deeply how to Kung Fu works, you know, because he has no opportunity to study that. Because those old men is di was dying, you know, and that all was... Uh, and uh, Hong Kong is a very progressive uh, society. They, you know, because they are in those days a uh, British colony. So it's the mentality is different from uh, some people, you right. know, all people from China, mainland. So it's interesting how to keep this. So that's why when he was around 30s, he decided to make the collection, Wing Chun King Kui. When he select uh, our genealogy, the, our ancestors, plus the King Kui, and the components of our system, and put all together in you know, one collection called Wing Chun King Kui. Many people think it's just King Kui, but not. They have uh, the, uh, the, the genealogical record. Mm -hmm. They have the ancestors. They have the components of the system, include few movements, and the king quotes, of course. No? So, and besides the content, the art artistic aspect, as you see, as you see was wonderful, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 a beautiful it's a beautiful pose that and I I I think you know I think anybody that loves Wing Chun will just appreciate even just looking at it. I just I find it beautiful. Well, hey Sean, if you order one, you uh, order one for me too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. In fact, you know, I don't even know where to order one. Where 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 do you where could people order those, Seabock? No problem. I offer one to Alex. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> so I sent to thank you. Uh, okay, Alex. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have one either. Oh, you don't have one? I don't have one. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> don't be jealous. I offer one to for you too. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Steepak, uh, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for this. Okay. We, we, we had a great time and we learned so much. This was incredible. Yeah, I think we're yeah. going to do this again because uh, there's so <laughs> much more to talk about. I, I, and I'm sure the people are going to love this. I, I really appreciate you coming on here and, and doing us this favor. It's, uh, you're a gentleman and, and, and you're a scholar and I really appreciate it. Thank you. So for me, I mean, for this kind of approach, and channel are always available. You know, it's an honor to me and a pleasure and honor to be with you guys because we can see the newer generation working very hard to keep our legacy, you know, alive, right. which is very, very important. You need to use new medias for that. You guys doing, are doing great, you know? So I'm thank you for this opportunity. And, you know, I'm available anytime you want. Okay, guys? Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Shiba. Thank you so much. Take care. Uh, all right, everybody. I hope okay, everybody you too, great, guys. I hope everybody had a great time, and um, we will definitely have Shiba on again. And uh, Alex, you have anything going on you want to give a 
Uh, yeah, if anyone is interested in um, doing the online academy, just go to citywt.com and you can sign up. Tons of information there. Also, if you guys would uh, follow us, uh, Dudes of Kung Fu on Instagram, Dudes of Kung Fu on Facebook, and on Twitter, we got Dudes of Kung Fu. And don't forget to follow Big Sean Madigan on Instagram. Lots of amazing TikTok videos of him <laughs> doing weird stuff with his hands and stuff in reverse. So follow Big Sean on social media. He's got coolest <laughs> stuff going on. And as always, thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys soon. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to our latest episode. Please help us get the word out there by sharing this and other episodes on your favorite social media platforms. If you're enjoying the Dudes of Kung Fu podcast, there are many ways in which you can support it. Go to dudesofkungfu.com support to find out how you can help your favorite Kung Fu podcast. We are currently using Patreon to automate great benefits to those who support the podcast. As a supporter of the Dudes, you'll get early access to episodes, as well as a number of other benefits based on your donation level. This includes in-depth topic lectures and even monthly live video conferences with the Dudes. Again, go to dudesofkungfu.com support to find out more about that. As always, you can help support us in small ways as well. Give us a like at the Dudes of Kung Fu Facebook page and share links to episodes. If Twitter is your preferred social media outlet, you can follow the Dudes of Kung Fu there as well. Both Big Sean Madigan and yours truly are on Twitter too. Dudes of Kung Fu is now also on Instagram, so tag it along with the hashtag Dudes of Kung Fu whenever you post something related to the podcast. A great way to support the Dudes is to rate and review it on either the iTunes or Android app stores. The written reviews are immensely more helpful than just giving us a 5-star rating. If you have any suggestions for topics or guests, please write us at the Dudes of Kung Fu Facebook page. Please understand that neither Sean nor I can guarantee a response, but we will consider any serious suggestions. And finally, I ask that you help spread an open dialogue with other practitioners of martial arts. Chinese Kung Fu in particular has long since suffered from caustic political discourse, which can only change with you. Remember, the person you wholeheartedly disagree with doesn't love martial arts any less than you do. Take care and thank you for supporting the Dudes of Kung Fu!